that'd be awesome if you like doing it. I would, um, I yeah, I definitely. Okay, so I'm I'm I sorry. Just have to find, you, there's people out there who are like dedicated to editing, which I think is you. Me, I can't. I'm more of a. I am. Re- I'm recording now. Oh, cool. Don't say anything about editing. You wouldn't want. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't want big editing to hear. <laughs> whoever's editing this. Yeah. Hey, whoever. <laughs> whoever's editing this. We are good terms. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who I'll be tomorrow. So. <laughs> whoever's editing this, don't take offense. I did mine in reverse order the way I thought it would. I <laughs> like yeah. it that way. So what, should we get started then? What do you think? Um, uh, well, we were talking we were talking about like why like what I don't know. I think I'm going to enjoy this. I'm excited. I am too. I'm like I'm um I enjoy just talking to people. <laughs> and I feel like uh in order to have a podcast some days, you have to be important, like, I think, to have a popular one, but I don't think that's true. But, like, <laughs> it feels like that to me, but, because yeah. those are the only ones I listen to, but mm. I feel like at least uh, the improv shop community and, like, just getting, becoming a part of that has taught me that, yeah, you don't have to, like, already be famous to, mm-hmm. like, do stuff. You can just yeah. do stuff, and then there's people who genuinely appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> and you, like, you can do stuff so close to you, and it's just like, it's it's cool. Because I feel like at, at a certain point, celebrities, like, that impact radius is so wide that they, like, I don't, I, I won't say that they lose touch all the time, but I feel like it can, it can be hard to remember what it's like to impact someone so closely. Yeah. Um. And I don't know if a lot of celebrities actually have a lot of relationship trouble, but the media makes it seem that way, and I wonder if that has an effect on it. But like mm-hmm. Being able to bring something like that uh, close around you is like really cool, I think. Yeah. Because um, you get to see it all the time. We're, we're there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fun. I, I'm glad that's that's part of my life now. Uh, I really enjoy that. So. But yeah, because um, then it gives like, then you can, because I've always wanted to record a podcast and I'm always sitting down and thinking about, like I have friends who are talented at recording things who've done podcasts in the past who aren't associated with the improv shop mm. and you get to make it and you start to go, well, who's this for? Because like after a while, it's no longer for you and you're not mm-hmm. enjoying it because you're trying to hit this like target Mm-hmm. Uh, thing like you're doing something about video games and you're like well I'm not mm-hmm. passionate mm-hmm. enough about video games <laughs> I enjoy them but I yeah. don't know enough about it I'm not interesting <laughs> enough when I talk about it to like yeah. who's this for it's mm. not for me anymore but yeah, this feels like, like more for me like you know yeah like you're yeah. Because I feel like in that in that circumstance, it, it would be like trying to you don't feel like you're interesting enough, so you're trying to find something interesting to yeah. talk about to cover <laughs> exactly. it up, that's and that's like, exhausting. That's my, <laughs> that's my mindset in a nutshell. <laughs> any day, any day of the week. But you are you are interesting enough yeah, to talk thanks. about, and hopefully, I can prove it to you with some interesting questions. <laughs> so, how are we going to do this? I don't even know what we're going to call this, if it even has a name. Um. I didn't have a name for this podcast. Um, We're just gonna chat in a basement. Um, <laughs> but when I when I imagined us having this con- conversation on the car ride over, um, I did think 
you would say something like, what are we going to call this? Yeah. And I, and I would say, I don't, I haven't thought about what to call this podcast. I'm a big, uh, I never <laughs> realized this about myself until I started trying to do stuff with real creative people. Mm. Uh, I'm a big like detail and planning person. And I don't think I am that way in other aspects of my life. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I'm like, I'm like, well, I need to know what this, the name of this is. <laughs> when we're doing it for how long and it's like weird, a weird obsessive thing that I when I'm at work it's mm-hmm. almost like where it would be really valuable I do it to an extent but yeah only enough to where I can do my job not yeah not because I'm like that type of person so <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, feel like, I feel like I bring everybody down when I do it as well I'm like oh, no <laughs> they don't want this <laughs> they're trying to have fun oh. I'm like hey uh how much is this going to cost? What are we doing? <laughs> like, yeah, I just no, they're out. good. They're good questions. Yeah. And you can have fun while asking those questions. Uh, um, and sometimes you just got to start things anyway. And yeah. I, I feel like if you're willing to start it without answering those questions, and also you want to answer those questions, that's a great place. To yeah. Be. <laughs> You'll be okay. Yeah. As long as you can sustain it. Well, cool. Um, well, let's, for now, we'll call it uh, just, just chatting, just chatting. <laughs> which just is the worst chatting. name ever. <laughs> basement, basement chatting, basement chatting, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, and then I think what what I guess the format is, uh, you're gonna ask me three, or oh, you're gonna talk I, to me about yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I've got three. I've <laughs> got uh, three topics for you, um, and I was just thinking I would. I would ask you some questions in a, in a topic, uh, and then you could ask me some questions in a topic that you may or may not have, um, and we could just go back and forth and talk and those three topics. Yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. Okay. Should well, I start? You want to start? Or I can start. I can start. I think I think I'm gonna go with my first topic. I have them labeled A, B, C, <laughs> and you know I think I'm gonna go in the A, B, C order that I have them. I was. Decided. I knew what the middle one was going to be, but um, did the same thing. (laughs) I know what my number two is. (laughs) Oh yeah, this is the middle topic. But how are we going to build and how are we going to (laughs) decrescendo? Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So I decided to start with uh, what I wrote here was simple likes and dislikes and how they appear in uh, grander moments in your life. Okay. Okay. Uh, That is kind. That's kind of the. That is the topic. That's not got it. Um, so hopefully this first question will give you a sense, right? So, what is your favorite food? Um, your favorite way to eat the food, like your how your relationship with food, like how does how do you see those things? You know, so like start with what your favorite food is. Uh, I definitely flip on this a lot, but I think uh, it's it's somewhere a tie between. Like I love seafood, and I don't know why. Um, I think it's, it's the one indulgence where I'm like, this is also healthy. And, but even back when I was a kid, it was also something that we didn't have a lot. Mm. And, uh, when I had it, I think it was, it was usually a treat. Um, and then it got to where, uh, later when I'd eat out or something like that, I would be like, I'm going to get salmon every time. So I would end up eating this like generic you know the generic salmon dish yeah. that is at every applebee's or yeah. chilies or whatever mm-hmm. that has like veggies on the side and it's yeah. on the rice like that was i want to say that's my go-to like favorite meal mm. answer but 
I I still don't think uh, I have a necessary favorite. Like, mm. I'm still trying to like go out and eat all yeah. these different things. Every time I travel, that's like the main thing I do is try to eat something unique and different. So I don't know. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So like, what's your what would you say your favorite way to eat seafood is? Uh, like how it's prepared, you mean? Like or I mean, just, your favorite way to eat it, whatever, whatever you think that means. Um, with people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. Okay. Is the best. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. In the, I, I would say like in a restaurant. Mm. Uh, for some reason, I always get I like enjoy that experience, and uh, even though it's kind of a waste at times, but um, yeah. I, I would say like somewhere with a lot of people we're all having fun hmm. eating seafood together it's yeah. the best way <laughs> alright and then how so how do you see like your whole relationship with like seafood how do you see that like manifest in I don't know grander moments in life or grander relationships that you have or... uh, that's a great question uh <laughs> <laughs> I really don't, uh, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. No, fair But enough. I think the most, uh, if I could put some meaning to it, which mm-hmm. I think is what you're getting at, is uh, um, whenever I think of eating seafood, I always think of the coasts, mm. like the coast of the U.S. Um, and I always think that that is where great food happens so when i when i think of seafood even though i'm eating at applebee eating it at an applebee's in yeah. missouri which is probably the worst seafood you could ever have i still think of it like this is uh something from the uh more elite yeah. <laughs> areas of the world yeah which, which is strange because i think missouri has great food and mm-hmm. uh i'm learning that as i get older but and as i travel but yeah. there was always some uh, appeal to that to mm-hmm. me like when i was younger before I knew stuff. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> That's awesome. I hope it's cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> cool. Alright. Favorite favorite hobby or activity? Um I would say it probably has to be video games. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's I've played video games since I, I can remember. Um, my family's always played them. My, I have two two, bro- two older brothers, and uh, we've always played video games uh, growing up. That was just how we how we hung out. And yeah. to this day, like we'll still get on online together, and that's how we kind of communicate. We don't really hang out in person very often. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just be like, "Hey, get on this thing," and we're yeah. like, "Okay." And uh, that's it's been a good relationship, and uh, just been a big part of my life i met a lot of friends through video games um weirdly enough i was always ashamed of it uh Mm -hmm. when i was um i would say starting in maybe high school late middle school yeah um i don't know where i worked this up but i had this like uh social anxiety about talking about video games in public Mm -hmm. like i i even had like a group of like really good friends of mine who that's how we connected yeah and um (laughs) this is gonna sound really stupid but this is eighth grade so like you put it in perspective but um i started to become cool Mm -hmm. i think around like Mm -hmm. middle school time like people yeah i became more popular like uh, kids who would never talk to me started talking to me for some reason and 
Um, so my friends who didn't have that same luxury at the time, they became cool. They were cooler than me for sure in all yeah. the real ways, <laughs> but in the superficial ways they weren't yet. And so they would come try and talk to me about real stuff that they cared about, and I'd be mm-hmm. like, "Oh no, hey." Uh, I'll talk to you about that, but not not right now. I can't be talking about Yu-Gi-Oh right now. Like, <laughs> all my, all my credibility. That's probably why you were so cool. They're yeah. like, "What do you mean you can't talk about it right now?" Yeah, like I what? Am, I, yes, Dude, it's so awesome. I can't. I can't let other people hear it. <laughs> yeah, they might beat me up. It's so awesome. But... <laughs> you know, yeah, they're gonna beat you up because they know you have the best cards. <laughs> so they're gonna try and get those cards with. But uh, something turned in me where I just was like, uh, "No, I need to like hide this." thing that I love more uh, than I, you know, than now, which I think it's a recent thing, but now I'm like, ah, who cares? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You don't like me because I'm like, like if I run, I'm running in the park and I'm playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. I still have that. I'm like, man, I hope this guy next to me doesn't see me. (laughs) But I'm like slowly getting over there. I'm like, yeah, that's right. I just caught a Nidoran. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah. That's so funny. Um, Yeah, did I answer the question? I can't remember. Yes, you did. (laughs) You're you're on topic. You're on topic. You're doing great. great. Keep it up. (laughs) Um, I almost uh, want to respond back, but yeah, I, I want to know more. I want to know more. I want to know more. Yeah, feel free. Um, so, like, what, what, are your, what are your favorite types of, of game? Uh, probably, like, a role-playing game. Like, mm-hmm. um, I always enjoyed uh, Final Fantasy and, uh, let's say, like, Legend of Zelda to the Past is one of my, like, top mm-hmm. three. Um you said you've been playing Octopath Traveler. Yeah, I just beat that this morning. Oh, uh, congratulations. That, I, as I got older, it's been harder to just sit and don't grind think, it out. I don't have any sound effects. But... <laughs> 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 appreciate that, yeah. I haven't done um, that in a long time. I used to do that in high school all the time. <laughs> you would just run down the halls. Yeah, I always wished I always wished I had a an air horn, like a DJ air horn, but I was like, I don't, but I got this voice <laughs> and I would just do it all the time, like any instance I could. So funny. I haven't met somebody who's like annoyed by that yet. Like every time hmm. it happens, people are like yeah yeah that's good <laughs> whatever just happened i'm hyped about it now and it's still, <laughs> it's been around for what 10 15 years and it's still yeah as long as it's not a real one it's better than a real that's an appropriate volume for that <laughs> yeah. thank you for your love and support yeah <laughs> and i know that you're expressing it in a way that words just can't <laughs> right now you yeah you only dj equipment can help yes <laughs> I've got the next best thing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I, I've always loved RPGs and hmm. uh, uh, just had a fondness for the math behind them and just the storyline. Yeah. Oh, my God, and the music. I, would, I, would, I think when Sarah and I first hit it off and, like, we knew that we were going to be a couple for a really long time, yeah. I sat and just told her the entire storyline of Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, like a, the most empathetic and sweet and understanding person, she actually sat and listened to it. Yeah. <laughs> Having never played the game, she was just, like, interested in listening. Mm-hmm. And uh, she does that with me with, like, theater stuff and stuff like that. And, like, 
And I'm like, wow, somebody just sat and listened to me and talked to them about Final Fantasy VII yeah. for like, mm-hmm. it was a long time. It was, it's a long game. So we went yeah. through every detail. <laughs> I know that game like by heart. Dang. I remember, yeah. like, I can tell you where to go at any point just by looking at the screen. So, awesome. yeah. <laughs> video game relationship, yeah. Hmm. Dude, would you say that, like, the way... First of all, it's great. It's so cool that you have a relationship where, like, you can... It's so hard to find, like... Yeah. Someone, just someone you can, like, I like this. Will you listen to me talk about it? Please, <laughs> please let me talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, like, let me feel what it feels like to like love this thing out loud in front of you <laughs> yeah. you know like and it's really vulnerable and like scary to like feel all that stuff and like yeah. have it potentially be rejected so it's like cool when you find someone who's like willing to take all that in with yeah you. um that's such a great yeah i mean i could we could do a whole hour and a half on her no <laughs> <laughs> one day well, i'm sure there'll be more of these on a recording <laughs> i'll show this to her later <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, it's such a big, uh, so it is a really big deal. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and with, with friends as well, like, you know, yeah. finding people who are just like, hey, yeah, here's your moment. Yeah. Take 30 minutes. <laughs> Whatever you really care about right now, just tell yeah. me all about it. I just want to listen. Yeah. Oh, I live for that. Yeah. I live for it. Like, I, I, I feel like, I don't even, I don't want to talk about myself too much, but I feel like I've been really lost in life because I don't want anything but like that. Like, I really seek out, like, other people enjoying things mm-hmm. um, yeah, and, like, too. learning why. That's cool. But, like, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm supposed to have something that I'm supposed to do. You know what I mean? But Cool. Well, that's awesome because that's one of my topics. We <laughs> oh. get into that. Okay, I good. Can't I can stop talking about <laughs> um, Cool. Because I do want to know, um, would you say that the, the way that you go about playing video games... Um, does that translate into your regular life the way you go about like yeah problem solving and oh yeah um i <laughs> me and my brother have had lengthy discussions about uh how frustrating it can be to understand and uh get as in depth into video games the way we do hmm. um obviously we don't have the same amount of time that we did in the mm. past to do it mm-hmm. and that's part of the frustration now in my mm. adult life yeah but um, when I play a game, if I feel like I missed something as mm-hmm. I was walking through the game, and mm-hmm. in, in, in these RPGs that there's tons of hidden stuff, yeah. um, I would feel like I ruined the game. Like mm-hmm. I would have to restart, mm-hmm. like from the beginning, and it just makes uh, no sense because like <laughs> <laughs> there's like cups and <laughs> tankards. Yeah, yeah and it'd be like. A, is this going to be useful? That doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I, it's an item. It's in a treasure chest. Yeah. It's in this secret room. Yeah. They put it there to hide yeah. it from me, and I need to find it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm afraid that when I get to the end of the game, it's going to say 99% complete. <laughs> and I'll have to go through the whole game again to find it. Dang. And I'm just wow. now getting yeah. over there, like that need to, like, hundred percent complete yeah. stuff mm-hmm. because you know that's an endless hole like yeah. especially nowadays where they make a game and they're like for those type of people let's put this 
thing in the game that really doesn't matter, but it's there. And if they yeah. want to go collect all 10,000 of them, they can. But mm-hmm. most of the people who play the game are just going to charge through the story and like get mm-hmm. the big moments and then yeah. move on. <laughs> and I think especially in an RPG, like... I. I, I almost want to say like that the po- I feel like the point of the RPG is like you're not gonna do it. Yeah. You're not gonna ever do all of it. Yeah. You can't buy. You can't find <laughs> all that. You can't. Yeah. You can't. You you technically can't. There are a finite number of objects in this universe that we've created. Yeah. But like we want you to just like go through it fast. Go through it slow. Yeah. Go, like go through it with only melee weapons. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the whole point is that it's supposed to feel bigger than you, and mm-hmm. that you're exploring it. And I'm like, I want to be bigger than this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you, I, al- you almost can. You almost can. It <laughs> is far as how does that translate into life? Mm-hmm. I feel like life for me uh, is a there's a ton of great things, and I make sure to work those into my task list. But life to me is is a is a task list a lot of times where mm-hmm. I'm like. Um, I need to get this thing done in order to get this thing done in order to get this thing done. And I, within those tasks, I also make things that I enjoy. I mm-hmm. put them on the test. Like beating Octobath Driveway, that was on my test. <laughs> like I needed to do that. Yeah. And that was literally like, I got to wake up in the morning and beat that mm-hmm. so then I can get to my chores. Yeah. And, <laughs> so that's very like collect-a-thon yeah. RPG uh, that's cool. way of looking at things. So. I don't know how I got that way, but <laughs> <I did. laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> great, great. No, I think, yeah, I think I'm gonna pass it. Okay. I think I'm gonna pass it to you. Should we take um, a, a two second break? Yeah. Have a drink and then, um, and pick up with my topics for you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Cool. Nice. I don't know why, but <laughs> no, that sounds nice. Alright. We're back. We're back. Okay, good. Because I I needed a drink. <laughs> I needed the opposite of a drink. <laughs> I needed to release a drink. You needed to release your previous <laughs> drinks. Um, cool. Okay. So we'll we'll start uh I'll ask you about three topics. Sick. Sick. And then uh a lot of them you've already kind of touched on, which I think Dang. is kind of cool you know like <laughs> i feel good about the topics I think. <laughs> oh, um so the first one and they're very broad so you just tell me what uh you just guide it however you wherever you want to go um but the first one is uh, i was curious i was thinking about you um and thinking about these topics what um what are your goals in life which is such a big broad topic but i mean more specifically like what uh, even even if there are short term goals, like what mm-hmm. what kind of things do you really want to accomplish in the short term, and why is kind of cool. And then we'll see where it goes. Whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. How many days ago was it? I was at Compass Improv. Yeah. On Wednesday, right? Yeah. Um, they posted a video of me teabagging Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, but that's besides the point. <laughs> uh, so after the show, after the show, I go outside and there's this girl out there and she's sitting in the back corner. Um, and she's like, thank you guys so much for performing, you know, and like, I just want you to know that like as entertainers, you know, you do a lot for the world and like, um, wow. you really like bring brightness to like some darkness or whatever. 
Wow. Or whatever. What she said was very heartful and very meaningful. And it was a very long conversation, so I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. Um, but I ended up going over there and ta- talking to her. And, uh, like, she, stri- she straight up asked me, like, what what is your intention? Like, what are you, Wow. what is your intention to put into the universe? You know, like, what are you doing? Um, and like, what are, what are you trying to accomplish and how will you know you're done? Like all these questions. Bam. And like for a really long time, I've been getting a lot of, uh, like signs to think about that, mm-hmm. you know, and I've really been trying. Um, and I really find that like my defining moments in life, like when I'm thinking about things for myself, um, that the universe really puts in front of me someone to like make me say it out loud, you know. Yeah. And like when someone asks me, like I I must be ready to answer, you know. Yeah. Um, it does it, feel like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it's just weird. This person I never met, you know, like, and it was more specific than that in a long conversation, but like built up naturally to like. So what's what's what do you mean we're all gonna like do you think we're all gonna be okay or are we all gonna die and what are you gonna do about it like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah like what's your plan I, uh, just uh if i can make a yeah a quick assessment of it like i think you have a personality type mm-hmm. that at least uh and i won't speak for everybody but at least when it comes to me uh i feel like a lot of people think that you are you have the potential and the the divine purpose, if you <laughs> call it that, to do something like really great. And I think when we, we do, we just spend like an hour with you or uh, ten minutes, just getting to know you, and just that's why I was like, oh man, I'd love to ask you some questions. <laughs> I do this, but uh, um, I get that a lot. But it's, yeah, it's, it's like it's that's gross. why you probably get so many people <laughs> asking you, and and it's so hard because you you have so many talents that you could do so many mm-hmm. different things. Yeah. So it's like it's really hard to put you in one box, but. Um, I was curious where, where, what your mm-hmm. thoughts were on that. Yeah. Um, um, so what's your, what's your immediate goal? Like, how'd you answer her question? What'd you say? She said, what do you, she said, what do you want to, um, like, what intention do you want to put into the universe and like into the relationships around you and to like, like, if I had to summarize it as anything, it would be like, what do what would I want people to feel all the time, like everywhere that I go, everyone that I meet, <laughs> you know? What would I want them to feel? And it would be, um, chill out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, <laughs> like I awesome. want people. I just want people to chill out and know that life is beautiful. You yeah. Know? Like there's there's a lot of darkness and there's a lot of good. And yeah. it all exists. It all exists, you know, and it all exists because someone likes it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not just good and bad. You know, there are people who like bad, and there are people who like good. And if you let people who like bad discourage you from doing good, then all that will exist is bad. Yeah, you know. So just like doing good more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it it wins it wins in the end because I think. I think the superpower of light over darkness is that <laughs> light is willing to like shine some light on darkness and reach out and offer to like compromise and like help, yeah. you know, cause like we can't, we both need to exist, but darkness isn't willing to do that. It'll yeah. just always 
you know, do it at once. Yeah, good people have a tendency to want to group up mm-hmm. and help and, each other. Yeah, put aside what they want for a second, yeah. you know, to achieve a greater purpose. And because of that, we can coexist. And then we'll have a time period where we go back to we're like, okay, things are good. And we're really just ignoring bad is kind of what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> we're just ignoring for a bit. Yeah, it's not, it's not all good. Over yeah, it's over there, I but we're just not, right we're not paying attention to it. Because <laughs> we accomplished a goal and we need some time to celebrate, yeah. you know, and feel good about this goal that we set aside yeah. our, our time for. Yeah. And uh, so do you feel like it's like a big battle? Like, no, I feel like it's a big cycle and the oh, big okay. battle is to like ex- accept that you're accept what's happening because you might not want to be there at any given moment. Um, and it's hard to like, I don't know. I feel like if like the world was like a, a video game map and you know how when you discover a video game map, it's like foggy and you get to an area and it like clears up. But, like, you don't know what level enemies are going to be in there, you know what I'm saying? Like, or you don't know what kind of crazy loot is going to be in there. But, like, people are afraid to go to unknown areas. They'll just go to, like, mission markers instead, Mm -hmm. instead of traveling out into unknown areas. Because they're afraid of what's over there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, But, like, there's cool stuff over there. And, like, the game developers put it there for a reason. Yeah. You know? So, like, maybe don't go over there yet. Maybe go over there later, you know? But, like, I don't know. There's, I don't... It's so complex um, and specific and infinite. (laughs) Um, And I haven't answered the question at No, you have 100% more of the theory behind it. So what... um, what is... uh, No, you really did. I feel like that's what I was trying to get to. Mm. But um, what would you say you're working on right now to like... uh, to employ good into the world and uh, mm. you don't have to uh, no, yeah, no, be no, no. successful at it yet. <laughs> you know, it's like... No, I bet I'm working on it. That's the only way to be successful is to work on it. Yeah. You gotta try something. Um, myself, first and foremost, uh, always gotta stay on my self-grind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's so... It, that, like life is that balance and it's just so hard to like when you want something to like balance being scared of going for it and going for it too hard yeah out of like compensation for being scared of it yeah you know so like how do you approach something truly balanced uh i don't know so it's like that's like you know hard Um, interesting uh (laughs) thing to think about uh, balancing like not being too comfortable with uh with also uh i don't know like not not being too risky as well yeah. you know what i mean like that right amount of discomfort <laughs> where you know you're you're adventuring into something new yeah but you're not going overboard you're just going yeah, and then just going off the deep end, and yeah, doing doing yourself some harm, yeah. um, or doing others harm, you know. Yeah. Um. um well, cool. Uh, got your goals, man. I got it down. <laughs> uh, my second topic, much lighter. Oh. Yeah. I. Uh, but I feel like one time we were talking about this, and and you articulated it in a way that I was like, oh, that's interesting. I never thought about it. 
uh, but I want to ask you about video games, how you got to your relationship with video games. Let's start there, yeah. yeah. My dad. <laughs> your dad. 100% my dad. My dad's a game gamer. He's he's gamer guy. A very, like, I don't, I don't know if I've heard my dad. I hope he's listening to this. I don't know if I've heard my dad this passionate in a while. Um, but, like, one of the last conversations I had with him was about um, video games and uh, just, like, trying to build some businesses around around video game video oh, games really? and like the growth of yeah and he's like done a lot of like trying to build video game businesses and like done a lot of thought about um how to grow and expand and he's been playing video games so he's been playing video games yeah. like his whole life you know um and so i grew up and i remember at like three years old like begging to like join him and his friends playing super smash Bros. um and so like he introduced me to video games. I played Nintendo sixty four, um, <laughs> and I I would honestly say that a lot of a lot of our relationship was filtered through video games and relating them to life and like how do you how do you continue to play these games you know and play harder games and get better at games um, and use it to legitimately enhance your life and how you perceive the world around you um so there's like weird things like i i really feel like learning how to read was like really like impacted from like playing pokemon because there's no talking so like how do i how do i get around in this game i want to play this game i love the show pokemon Mm -hmm. they talk in the show but they don't talk in the game yeah i can only catch a a certain level pokemon until i figure out how to either map here without learning knowing how to read or learning what certain words mean and being like oh that says b and this button is b yeah i need to press it to continue the dialogue yeah like it took me so long to be like (laughs) yeah i would start the game and it would be like are you a boy or a girl and i'd be like fuck I don't know what any of this means, <laughs> but I want to play. Like my grandpa got it for me for this my birthday, like, <laughs> and it was it was yeah. fun. like that challenge of like I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna try to figure it out anyway. Like I feel like that's that's kind of how I've always approached it, or how not how I've always approached it, but like how my dad has kind of taught me to approach it. Yeah, and uh, you know he would like I play video games, he'd like attack me, you know, and and like tickle me and like uh-huh. make fun of me uh like insult my playing you know yeah. all as all as um dirty cheap video game tactics on, yeah. on parenting <laughs> <laughs> he's like yeah. you gotta be able to you gotta be able to uh you know respond under pressure so you're like pushing me i'm playing mario kart you <laughs> <laughs> gotta be able to respond under pressure yeah, yeah I, was such, I, I was such a baby i still am <laughs> <laughs> That's, I still am. That's cool. I uh, we both have that in common. <laughs> the, uh, being a baby and also uh, just having that family connection with video games too. So, but uh, I think uh, the reason why I really wanted to ask about it was mm. um, we were talking one day and uh, you said that you think video games are the best representation of how the game creator sees the world, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was just super interesting because it's like then you start looking at it as an art form as mm-hmm. opposed to, oh, well, this guy's just trying to make a better RPG than the next guy. It's, yeah. It's different. Sometimes that. Yeah. sometimes that's the case. But if you're looking for it, there are people, these people aren't just like, 
making a game to make money like learning learning to code (laughs) is like t is teaching electricity you have to teach electricity the rules of life (laughs) right like starting from on off like you can only use it either exists or it doesn't and you can say if this exists then this exists and this exists and if you do it enough times you can build a reality that other people can experience yeah so it takes a lot of work and there's there's some people who have a lot of money and a lot of employees and they can hire a lot of people to get it done in a timely place uh and so a lot of games suffer i think because of that because they get too big um but there are there are a lot of games made where someone's giving you the world as they view it Mm -hmm. and then allowing you to go in and you take control and you get all of your perception and your decisions and your mind your soul whatever you want to call it yeah you're in their world and this is how they see it and you can you you can see like how video games have grown just in their perspective of like what is possible for you to do um I was just talking right, to yeah. I was just talking to shout out to Elena Hudson. Um, she was shout saying, out. <laughs> "Shout out, shout out, What's <laughs> shout up? out, baby." Hey. Um, she like doesn't listen. She listens to the first <laughs> two minutes. That would like, be so. That would be so rude that I couldn't blame her. I wouldn't blame her. Yeah, blame her. <laughs> so rude, Elena. If you made it this far, wow, super props. Or I mean, props. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Every other audience member, we expect you to listen this far. Yeah, it's, it's just hard that we get No, I was talking to Elena, and she was saying, like, I can't do anything, like, evil in a game. Like, it, like, fucks me up. But, yeah. like, games, games very recently, like, when they first started doing, like, okay, you can choose now. You don't just have to follow this story that I've set out for you. Because yeah. a lot of games were that. Like, yeah. I've set a story, you have to beat the missions, and it's hard. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, fuck. You know, what a reality to create for yeah, me. Yeah. Like the regular Nintendo, Super Nintendo. Era. Yeah. Like, like, it's like, how did kids learn how to do this? And yeah. We, but, but we just did. They just did it. <laughs> and they're like punching bricks like, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Oh, like it I never, okay, not my reality, can't do that, not good at those games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then they started making games like, okay, 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 you can choose to be good or evil, but like, if you're good, you, like, save people and heal them. And if you're evil, you, like, kill civilians and blow up towns. Yeah. So, like, I was playing, I was replaying Infamous 2. Mm-hmm. And literally the first mission, like, to determine your karmic path, uh-huh. like, you get certain powers for being good and certain powers for being evil. And the first mission is, like, okay, just charge this generator and you only need a certain amount of electricity to run it. Uh, and you can get through and power the electrical cables and get into town. Or you can overcharge it and blow up the whole town. Just because. <laughs> it's like, what kind of a choice is that? <laughs> yeah. Like, of course it's going to tear you up inside. That's not, there's yeah. no, there's there no, was no reason to do no, it. No, not at all. <laughs> Other than just pure evil. Yeah, and I've been really admiring games like Red Dead Redemption 2 and uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey that really, really force you to like understand the, the rules of the world that they've set out yep. for you. And so you try to do something that maybe you think is morally good, uh, and it turns out bad in that world. Yeah. You know? And so it's like forcing you to like, no, 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 this is an alternate reality. You have to understand this reality, mm-hmm. you know, for a specific reason. Maybe because there's a concept in life that they want to explain or something like that. But like, it's so cool to see. That's very true with uh, Red Dead Redemption. 
because uh, I swear I play that game <laughs> and I'm not trying to break the law. <laughs> always got people. <laughs> people are trying to kill you, bro. Straight up, like, I like, swear, I'm just trying to you be do not guy. operate by the rules of our society. Like, what do you mean you didn't shoot him immediately? Die, dude. You must be evil. You must be evil. <laughs> You're like, what? I have a hesitancy to kill. Usually, that's respected. I lassoed him. <laughs> I was trying to lasso him. He was shooting at me. I lassoed him. That's yeah, and then my horse needed food, and I needed to brush it. <laughs> he got me doing so many chores to level up, man. Yeah. That's that's my issue. That's my issue with yeah. video games. I'm like, let me get to the top level so I can experience this to the full. Like, yeah. And so, then, so I just end up doing a bunch of chores in camp. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> playing poker for like Yeah, and then I come out and the game's like super easy, like Like what do you mean this bar fight? I've got like double machine guns. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about stuff like that where you're uh, you're playing cards in a camp with some virtual people and you're like, you know, I could just be playing cards in real life with real people. I'm going to tell you what, Cody. Yeah. I didn't know. I did not know how to play poker before Red Dead Redemption. Oh yeah, and I learned okay. to play poker poker very well because yeah. the the AI in these games are good, you know. And it's just a side quest where you can like, you can do anything. You know, maybe you just want to learn to play poker with some smart AI who have voice acted and like voice or like face recorded facial recognition for like yeah. playing poker uh-huh. specifically. That they hired some poker players to come in and make some poker faces at you, <laughs> and you can increase the difficulty or not. And like you yeah. can learn to play poker for real, and like never, like no one's ever offered to teach me to play poker. I don't know anybody who plays poker. You know, That's I don't even point. know where I would go. I would just have to look online and read some shit, watch some videos. Um, so like, True. maybe I don't want to play poker, but I don't have to. Yeah, <laughs> it's there though. It's just there. That's true. You can just play like a little bit and then move on. You're like, okay, now I know poker. And then, yeah, yeah. You don't have to make a hobby out of it. That game makes you money. hunt for real, like. Yeah. I don't know, like, I feel I feel like I haven't had a lot of real world experiences. I'm 24, and I uh, just haven't gotten out a lot. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I'm able to apply a lot of video game experiences to the real world. Yeah. Um, and, like, problem solving and stuff. <laughs> Perfect. That's a great segue, because my next topic... I want to know, Amani, your origin story. Oh, shit. I want to know how it all started. Damn, how it all started. <laughs> there, I'm going to be frank with you. Like, yeah. There's multiple. Well, there's <laughs> multiple Amani's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I kind of wrote down, I just wanted to know, yeah. like, I get a big kick out of learning people's backstories. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know why. I just feel like everybody has... Everybody has a history that's different than what mm. you would think, mm. and what you and never want to share it because yeah. <laughs> they they never think it's interesting. But um, yeah, so I mean, wherever you want to start, like maybe uh, uh, I don't know, I'd be a better interviewer if I knew where you should start. No, no, no. Well, let me ask you because, like, yeah, 
all my questions were big and heavy. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, and, and maybe and maybe this is arrogant of me to say, but I feel like most people don't have multiple multiple perspectives from which they can tell their life story. So like I'm wondering what you're interested in. Like what made you what made you ask? Uh that's a good question. I guess uh I don't know. <laughs> uh I guess I was just thinking about you. I, I think about how like prolific you are in like different areas of creative art mm-hmm. and just how uh you seem to have you be very well grounded and knowledgeable about things. You're a very logical thinker even though you're more of a creative type person. Mm-hmm. Um and I just want to know how that happened. <laughs> like, how, <laughs> how did all of those, what, all those events that happened in your early life culminate in that? You know what I mean? And that's too heavy to answer. I think that's too much to answer. Nah. But sometimes I can glean nah, a little bit. that can totally be, that can totally be an answer. Like, I can answer that in, like, so many different, the problem is I can answer it in so many different ways. Yeah. And so it's like, and I won't, and I won't, like... I don't even scratch the surface on my life. It's so weird. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Maybe we just all. do like uh, a few weird events. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> instead, of, you, instead of that being, just I'm tell me three you, weird events. That, that was, that was a good, that was good information. And I'm going to, I'm going to try to give you some like defining things. Yeah. So like, um, my dad's a musician. Um, he's a very talented musician. Um, he, uh, as a kid, I saw him on stage a lot, and I wanted to be on stage. Um, I haven't been able to replicate that same desire to be on stage since since being in awe of seeing my father on stage. Yeah. Now that I've been on stage, um, but like, I I was kind of born with this desire to perform, um, but I wouldn't say that I have that anymore. Um, this it, it doesn't feel nearly the same, um, and so I think what I'd say about that is his 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 parenting style in regards to creativity was uh, it's inside of you, and you're you're okay. creative, you know you'll figure it out, and I won't help you because I know if I try to help you, I'm going to influence you. Oh, and wow. I don't I don't want to do that. You know, and so I, I, it was hard for me because I'm a little baby boy. Um, but You're so so small. Yeah, I just wanted help so bad. You know, like just really like, I just really wanted help so bad that like yeah. I didn't need it. I guess. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. So he would try to set up these scenarios to kind of. <laughs> draw creativity out of you is that what you're saying no was it no more, it was less planned out no i would no i'd say it's less planned out to that i would just say his intention was for me to for me to be myself yeah um from the beginning and to me it, it appeared like I, I felt like i was trying to find myself mm-hmm. and i felt like he not was afraid of i and i think that's the wor- worst part is i i don't think he was afraid of um influencing me i i felt that he felt matter of factually that him not influencing me was 100 percent helpful yeah um at least that's what i felt i can see that I you can know see how somebody would come up mm-hmm. come to that conclusion 
Yeah, and I, I felt like at a certain point I understood that I was to find myself um, and could have used some guidance other than figure it out alone. Yeah, um, gotcha. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> so you spent some time uh, kind of exploring different things uh, on your own. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I did... Some- yeah, so I'll, I'll say, like, okay, so I got beat up a lot as a kid. This is, like, <laughs> this is all, you know, this this will all, I think, culminate. Yeah. So, like, from there, that's just kind of the, I just wanted to give you a mindset on the parenting throughout all these events. Uh-huh. You know, I I have a, I think I have a good relationship with my parents. Oh, very, for sure. They're very yeah. good parents. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, hey, two people are two people. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I got beat up a lot as a kid, moved around a lot because I got beat up a lot at school. Um, I was black, so people beat me up for being black. Um, yeah. I I could read. I was pretty smart as a kid, and I wore glasses, so people people beat me up for being smart in yeah. glasses. Um, and I think I was. I think I might have been like too smart for my age, because like adults treated me like really badly because I would I would question them. Yeah. And like, and that was like an act of defiance instead of just you trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. It's the way they would interpret it. Yeah, right. Yeah. And like you're you're talking back to me. I'm like, how else do you communicate? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I needed to know something, so I asked you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I was confused about what you said, or you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. So I got beat up a lot. Um. And one, literally one day, like while getting beat up, running from getting beat up, I ran into a room, running away from. Uh, a kid, his name was Andre. He was beating me up. I was small. Yeah, I was small. I was a small kid. I'm still a small kid. I've always been really tiny. Um, but he was beating me up, and I like didn't like fighting. And my dad, my dad would like get mad at me for like, you gotta fight back. You gotta yeah. stand up for yourself. Sure. I'd be like, they just have problems at home. <laughs> You'd be like, be you're, a, you're a punk kid. <laughs> you can't use the dishwasher anymore. No more chewing gum until you're 10. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, nah, yeah. So I literally was running away from this kid and I ran into the room and they were doing like, they were doing a stand up comedy workshop at the Boys and Girls Club in Burbank. Uh, uh, Louise, uh, aka Wheezy, was um, coaching a team of, I, I believe, high schoolers. Um, it's hard, it's hazy because I was eight. <laughs> um, wow. But I believe they were high schoolers and they were all doing stand up. And I like, I explained, she like came over to me and asked me what was wrong. And I like explained what's happening. And she like, let me stay in there. That's and cool. like, at the end of the thing, at the end of everyone going and, like, doing their sets and stuff and her coaching them, and I was, like, watching and, like, really interested, and she was like, all right, your turn. I was like, bet, what do I gotta do? Like, (laughs) awesome, like, give me the mic. Yeah, Yeah. it was like, okay, so, like... And you you, weren't scared. You weren't scared. I was super stoked. I was like, I want to try it, I want to try it. Wow. Uh, Because I see my dad on stage, you know. Knowing me at eight, I would have been like... No, I mean all I all I knew was like seeing my dad on stage for yeah, real, for like sure. like yeah. going to see my dad on stage, like or he's on TV doing something. Like, so you like that was 
Yeah. I was like, well, I want to do that. Like, (laughs) what's he doing? Like, (laughs) hey, that looks fun. Show me these video games. That was dope. Maybe being on that side of the stage is cool. (laughs) (laughs) Like, let's see what's over here. Um, So how did that experience go for you? Was it? Um, It was was good. It was good. I told a joke um, by accident. Like, just she told me I'd tell a story from my life, and I won't tell a joke for sake of time. Um, Got it. But uh, I told I told a joke and it was funny and she like liked it and she like kept she kept me so like I did stand up with them like that's great for like two years <laughs> like from age eight to ten and Holy I, like cow. yeah I, like performed at the Beverly Wilshire and like all this weird like doesn't make any sense to be <laughs> like at the boys and girls like at the boys and girls club in Burbank every day getting beat up eight years old also doing stand-up comedy consistently <laughs> like and, pra- and pic- practicing my form like what i just pictured a little kid like game boy in one hand like but like pad and pen in the other hand like working out his beats and like yeah yeah to- like you get like a money you got it like okay we're gonna work out your beats today we're gonna talk about phrasing like, like okay what are you gonna say and she was just like he's a natural I got like, it's super weird dude. i don't know how it happened like so like i don't know <laughs> that's crazy i mean i think that's just that's an amazing experience like uh not because you know it's just so unusual and i think mm-hmm. like it's so cool that you found that little place to be because you were so interested in it you know like yeah think back when i was eight years old finding something that i was genuinely interested in could be really difficult yeah i I just because i haven't really thought i haven't really thought about it that way but like legitimately i was just i was just intrigued and i was intrigued enough that when the opportunity was offered to me i didn't go no no what i i was like that like yeah i'm in (laughs) like showing what to do i'm already up here yeah i've been waiting for this like i've been looking out for it and that's all you gotta do a good group of people too like supportive enough to like allow you to be there and yeah even though you weren't part of their group yeah (laughs) that's cool well uh I think we hit it. I mean, I think we hit it. I think that there's definitely more to. (laughs) I don't know how long. There's more time to talk. There's like, there's too. I've, I'm, I've lived a strange, strange, strange. So many events. Um, I'd say the last thing is that on on top of that, and this will I think preface just how many strange events this combinates with like. I've done so many other things like music and, and sketch comedy and like uh, like even filming and like just weird theater and I, I don't know like I've had weird opportunities to do weird things um, but the whole time the whole time I did all of it I was uh, very Christian and very like right um, trying to understand how to be a good person and like bring light into the world from a, a christian perspective yeah um and i feel i feel genuinely trying um and so it's been interesting it's been interesting like how all of those things kind of working together just like all the weird opportunities that i've been given yeah along with the like just it being undeserved and like uh, i i feel like i've been like at least i don't know not like oppressed but like okay. restricted or like limited my yeah. whole life for for some reason. Yeah. Um, that's not comparable with the opportunities I've been given. 
and just and the answer to that has been consistently god you know so i think that's kind of what's created who i am um you know and what that what that means i guess maybe people will find out over time if we do enough of these but yeah no and we should do we should do more this that was super interesting and uh like i feel like yeah like you said (laughs) we only like scratched on like it's like almost like maybe three topics yeah dude, of I, two I know i have two so i have two topics. other topics for you <laughs> i just asked you like i wanted to talk to you about being a parent and i wanted to talk to you about like some of your fears but we'll get in there okay we got more time yeah. we got more time in, in later days yeah this is a good conversation this is awesome oh thanks for uh setting everything up uh also if you hear any like weird buzzing there's fruit flies flying around in here Oh yeah, so it happens. Yeah. I apologize. I hey, <laughs> shout out, shout out to uh, Jeremy for hooking hooking a brother up with the Yeti mic and the mic stand. Uh, it's been used. It's being used right now. It's also it's also being used uh, to record some some good some good music. I think that's subjective. <laughs> I don't know if you'll like it. I'm sure, but it's great. I enjoy it. I thought it was uh yeah i don't have any shout outs uh shout outs to my my family <laughs> <laughs> love you guys hey. uh love uh love love you sarah uh love uh just love everybody love everybody that i know <laughs> <laughs> love you too Cody. thanks man appreciate that <laughs> I'm just joking. yeah this was a ton of fun i had a lot of I had a good time thanks me too thank you yeah.